You are listening to Friends Next Door. Door. Okay. Three, two, one. Door. Door. Okay. No, no, no. no. Three, two, one. Door. Door. What's up, guys? Welcome to another weekly episode of Friends Next Door. This is Dan. This is MIA. This is Thomas. Did I just M-I-A. throw you off? Yeah, you that's Miam, that's your that's your gangster rap name. MIA. I don't know. It no, doesn't like sound that. so good. No. I think you're gonna I think you're gonna attract a really wide audience. <laughs> we'll see about that. Speaking anyway. of audiences, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about us as an audience and in general, the topic of Asian representation in pop culture, media, everything, I guess. We're going to talk about, um, this is part of our, uh, I guess, what what is it? Asian Identity, Identity series. series? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're calling it because um, we're East Asians. We're all Chinese. Well, Miam's, uh, you're Indonesian Chinese or Chinese Indonesian, uh, whichever. I don't know which one comes first. I actually don't know, but same difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, I think... I <laughs> I didn't want to be offensive. I don't know. I don't, I don't I'm know. like Chinese Indonesian because I'm Indonesian, okay. but I'm whatever. But anyway, uh, the <laughs> <laughs> the whole idea behind this identity series is just like us coming to terms with who we are in general, right? And I think part of mm-hmm. that big conversation um, is representation or Asian representation in the media, in pop culture. Um, and then whether you agree uh, about how important it is, you know, I think we, we all have our own opinion, but um, not going to lie, like personal identity is heavily influenced by the media, especially if you are still young. Yeah. So what you see on film and TV, you will subconsciously kind of internalize that. And um, you'll like, it kind of, creates a mold in your head as to what you can become. And it's really, yeah, I totally agree. And I think that uh, this is the only place, maybe I'm talking out of uh, whatever, but I think the only place that this is a real big issue and continues to be is in America. Cause America is such a melting pot and people mm-hmm. here, not just Asians or whatever, like you, you want to feel represented. That's why like, you know, in 2020, people want to be quote unquote seen and heard more than ever now. Right. That's like the biggest thing now with, with the younger generation, the, whatever the one that after the millennials, like gen X, is it? I don't, I don't even know anymore. X, Y, Z. After people. a millennial, hold on. Millennial it's, is gen yeah. Y. So it's gen Z. Z, Right. And yeah. then whatever. And then I don't even know what comes up after that. Like, I think we're going to go back to a, I don't know. <laughs> gen A. Um, <laughs> You know, because they always say, like, I didn't even I didn't even know this was a thing. Like, I want to be seen. I want to be heard. So now it's like because, you know, we've had friends from other countries like Felicia's from um, Australia. And she was like, this is not an, a thing in Australia. Like, no one really, like, talks about this, you know, or and I can imagine maybe even in like Great Britain or other countries where it's not really a thing. Like I have family living in France for now uh, three to four generations and they they never like bring up the subject with me, you know, but we talk about it because we live in America and we're now Americans. Um, I think it's a little more pervasive now, Uh, globally, given that, you know, America, we're, uh, you know, we're kind of the cultural leaders of the world. We set the tone, 
you know, I, I think, although I have to argue, though, it's only important to us because really, I don't think people in other countries give a crap at all about <laughs> like in terms of like representation. Like, mm -hmm. I, I just don't because people we have so many international friends and family and no one ever has this discussion with me. I just feel like we're having it amongst ourselves all the time. I mean, like, I, I do see where especially like younger people are coming from because, okay, growing up in Indonesia, I don't think this is uh, something specific to uh, this, what's happening here in the States, but like just as long as you're a minority, you know, um, yeah. you, I mean, growing up in Indonesia, I, I didn't really see that many Chinese faces, for example, right. on TV or mm -hmm. in the government because um, we normally just stick to like doing business. And so, <laughs> um, but, you know, when you're in that situation, I feel like there are other places where you can go and look for um, some or people who look like you in the media that you can take as a role model. Me, I have a question. So, um, did you watch Disney films when you were a child? I don't remember. What? Like, you don't remember? Dis like, Watching Disney films? Like, like. I mean, let's like, say like Snow me, White, like Lion King, Cinderella, because like all of them are princesses, right? And then yeah, uh, for like a lot of they're they're all white princesses basically, and and so like you know Disney is trying putting in some more effort now into trying to you know diversify the right. the princesses or like the characters that they have, right? Right. And, and like definitely... part of it was that like sorry to interrupt like. A lot of kids growing up are like, oh, you know, I wanted to be Snow White, but she doesn't really look like me or something like that, you know? And I'm wondering if you, if you had the same thought as a child. I mean, to be honest, I'm pretty sure I've watched them, but I didn't really have any thoughts of like, oh, I want to be a princess, but princess is white, so I can't be one. Right. You know, I don't know how many kids are really thinking, thinking about that. that. I don't think um, kids think that way. I think that yeah. kids don't think that way and then when they grow up more they learn that it's like this catch-22 thing where they're like oh wait i didn't know that i didn't know i can be like that right if that makes sense because when you're growing up you're just like if i want to be a princess for halloween but when you get older you're like oh i guess there's this thing where mm -hmm. there's not enough people that look like me that are this therefore i feel like i'm hindered I right. don't know. Maybe, maybe it's like an obstacle that is not really there, but it's there somehow. I don't know. Yeah, my personal take is that probably parents are projecting onto their kids or something, or like you know, their kids might say something, uh, like without much intention behind, without much intent behind it, and then parents interpret it a certain way. Because I like I remember when I was a kid, um, some of these things I wanted to be for Halloween, for example um yeah was uh power rangers or uh that uh mortal Kombat character uh was it sub-zero sub-zero scorpion yeah. yeah 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 and I it, love, it wasn't and it mortal wasn't Kombat. because they were asian or anything like i don't scorpions like some i don't know demonic figure basically but it, it was more because they were cool to me they were like ninjas right. or you know whatever genre power rangers is right and i also i i'm pretty sure i had a ninja turtles phase too and it wasn't because it was like right. asian it was because i thought those things were cool but that's just that's just me at least that's how things were to me as a kid then right i think i think as adults adults get more excited when they see uh like more representation i guess than i think kids do 
I don't know, man. I don't have kids, so I can't say, but my <laughs> friends and non-Asian friends that have kids, they all just like things because, you know, yeah. not because it's Asian, you know, they're just like, if it's funny or if they like it, they like it. You know, they like the Lion King just as much as they like Mulan, mm -hmm. you know, it's, and like, you know, Lion King, their cartoons, tiger, I mean, lions, <laughs> like, um, but anyway, so, but we, I, I do think there is this issue obviously. And, and mm -hmm. I think that, uh, the, the mainstream media, at least in America, they, they make, they make it a huge issue. I think like they make it more of an issue than it is because, um, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I guess just for me, I mean, my parents didn't let me play baseball, not because there weren't famous baseball players that were Chinese, but they were just like, you're, you don't have the DNA to play baseball. <laughs> like they were just like, sorry, none of us are athletes. We're all creative people. You should stick to playing the piano and art and we support you. And it's great because they, a lot of, Chinese parents won't even support their kids for pursuing a career in art. Career in art. Um, they pushed me to, to pursue a career in art. They just didn't let me play baseball. And I was really just let you know, I was really good at baseball. <laughs> so still pretty good. That's so surprising head, that you maybe. didn't. Yeah, that's so surprising you didn't persevere because you're such an act. You were such an active kid. Uh, yeah. Well, the thing is, I also really liked art, so I was kind of like, okay, if if you're just if you're gonna dissuade me from uh, being, you know, athletic and all that stuff. Fine. I'm just I like, I loved art anyway. So I just did it anyways. But, um, yeah. So, you know, growing up, I never thought I couldn't, I mean, I literally thought I was going to be like a baseball player. That's how much I loved playing baseball as a kid. Um, you know, or, a, a WWE wrestler, you know, I'm like, to me, when you're a child, there is no barrier. Right. So if my parents weren't the ones stopping me, uh, and a lot of times I think not for me, but for other kids, the reason that the parents use that immigrant parents use is that, oh, do you see so-and-so in that field? Mm -hmm. Well, now obviously they could be like, well, Yao Ming, you know, <laughs> or, or, you know, now more. So I think, I think it's a good thing. I guess I'll just get into it. I mean, I think that seeing more Chinese faces, uh, overall, I think it's a great thing. Um, I think it should be celebrated, but I think that they should be celebrated because they're extremely talented and not like being celebrated just because they're talented and extra celebration because they're Chinese. You know, I feel right. like it's like I always kind of took that to be an offense. I don't know if you, about you guys, but I don't know. well, sometimes people will be like, oh, Dan, you're like growing up. They're like, uh, you're a good looking Asian dude. I'm like, oh, wow. So <laughs> does that I always, I'm just like, well, thanks, but are you saying that there aren't a lot of good-looking Asian dudes? Like, what do you? Why would you say it like that? I mean, for because what it's worth, are. I've never been told you're a good-looking Asian dude, so that. Means <laughs> so just be grateful that you were told that you're a good-looking Asian. No, but, yeah, dude. but you know what I'm saying? No, no, like, yeah, 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 like, I do, I do. Yeah, it, 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 um, it's like, un like unintentionally insulting, basically. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think they mean anything bad by yeah. it. I, I'm just like. You know, if, if somebody's a if a chef is great, you know, it, how about they just stand alone in their merits rather than having to be differentiated by, you know, their their ethnicity? I don't know. That's just how I, 
I feel. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm wondering if it's because we keep talking about it because then, then we're just hyper aware of all these things. But then there's like, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because if you don't talk about it, then if people, if, you know, these kids are, as they're growing up, they're looking for, you know, representation in these fields, then we never talk about it. Then they just feel depressed about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, um, I think Dan brought up a really good point where, um, you know, a lot of immigrant parents were very risk averse in terms of directing mm-hmm. the careers of their children. Or it's like, you know, if they wanted to be something that wasn't a doctor, lawyer, engineer, and then they'd be like, you know, do you see Asians in that field? No. Well, you know, these are the three that are extremely stable and uh, like a good career. And so I can, I can totally see that. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's, I don't know if it's about more about just like more about talking uh, like the, people are it, it's become more like mainstream discourse or it's just like time progressed and then you had people who were risk takers who did venture into the fields and basically broke ground for you know all the people that are doing it now right um yeah ex- like ex- thinking of like uh ken jong right he was a, he was an actual doctor and then went into filmmaking right um like al- although he played you know he played less of a serious character but it's just like you know you you got to start somewhere right mm. yeah i love i love um yeah like i was gonna say ken john is a great example because i think um that when you break a norm that hard i mean first of all you're a real doctor uh so you're sticking to norms and then you're like, I'm in my 40s and I'm going to do a 180% career change, which is already difficult in itself. And then I'm going to be a stand-up comic and be an actor. And then you succeed. Then I think you're actually, like, I guess, allowing other people to, like, you're inspiring other people. Because that in itself is an inspirational story, you know, where you're just going, like, you're just going against the grain so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're just like, Wow, because I think nowadays, I don't know, I feel like the immigrant parent thing has kind of passed in that, I don't know, like, I mean, I'm of a I'm I'm 37. So I'm of an age of my parents. So my friends are not dissuading their children from becoming whatever they they want to be. So I feel like it's already kind of stopped in this generation. You know, it, it was my generation that they really dissuaded us from pursuing a career in anything other than a stable job. Yeah. And it's you know, so but now I feel like the the when we celebrate it, it's almost like the media basically rallying sort of this group because that's that's what it does. That's what ma- mainstream media is designed to do. They're, they're designed to create a voice so that they could use it for their use. And I think we feed into that a lot, you know, mm. I don't know yeah, just my- might I also add like now there's a um, now there's like a certain uh archetype that that is celebrated in terms of let's say Asian success so whereas mm-hmm. now before where let's say a Ken Jong broke ground even though he played kind of a you know a just of a character right uh, and, and now he's like oh you know Ken Jong set us back 10 years you have people saying like oh Ken Jong set us back 10 years or something like that and it's just like you know there was nothing there before until he came in it wasn't just like something happened right like someone had to put in the work someone put in the sacrifice to to like it quote unquote take the like take one for the team if you will and it's just like everyone's just looking for you know like 
uh, Daniel Day Kim or uh, the guy who's going to be the new uh, uh, Shang-Chi. Um, I forget his name. Anyway, but Simu it's just, uh, thank you. And then it's just like, now, now that it's just like, it has to be these, you know, good looking Asian archetype care, like, you know, representation that is only accepted now. Does that make sense? You mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're, you're saying that people are now looking for, basically looking to break out of the stereotypical, you know, Asian characters, right? Like if we're cast as like model minority, then we want to break out of those stereotypes. And um, that kind of goes with your point with like Ken Jong and people saying that he set Asian men back 10 years. This kind of reminds me of our discussion with the, uh, what was it? K-pop and like yeah. K-pop boy groups <laughs> and whether or not they, because <laughs> Asian men has tried so hard to like break out of that nerdy, like pretty boy mold. And then that's all you see in K-pop groups. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, definitely. But yeah. When, when, people, when people say like, oh ken john set us back i'm like those people are idiots they have no idea what they're talking about mm -hmm. uh, i mean i've done acting i've acted in stuff i've been in stuff i'm not a i'm not i don't pursue a career in acting but i, I have enough friends that do and i understand how that world works listen if you if you want to be an actor and somebody offers you a role you're gonna take it <laughs> and and i think it's better that he took one playing a caricature of an of an asian person because it was funny and he did it really well. And I think that most people are like, ha that was funny, you know? And that, that movie was meant to be a complete, like slapstick, crazy movie that, you know, people aren't going to be the like, hangover, oh, right? only Asian guys. Yeah, The Hangover. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Bobby, you know, one of, I, I like the Bobby comedian. Lee. I think Bobby Lee from, and his most famous character is playing like a, a Korean woman. Yeah. like that's his, that's his, that's his claim to fame and i'm sure if you listen to him he he probably has a lot to say and i'm not putting words in his mouth but to me i'm like you know when i see comedians poking fun of their own uh you know where they come from i think that's hilarious because I, I can relate to it you know that you see white people black people indian people playing caricatures of themselves all the time in movies so i don't know it's like one of those things where people who don't have any idea what they're talking about chiming in and it's like great but yeah what it, what it does is you know it creates obviously like eyeballs and it creates a discussion online and people love to argue these days but mm -hmm. i'm like dude just give it a rest man like, yeah i, I mean <laughs> i don't know man I, my hot take on represent like uh, representation especially in hollywood is like okay if you just 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 going by the numbers right in terms of the like uh, pipeline of how many people move to hollywood to pursue acting and then how many of them actually make it right very small percentage all right now so apply that same percentage to however many like asian people try to do it or like whatever other race right very small percentage and then it's also just like for whatever reason you know uh, there's like not that many stories for that are i think it's a complicated issue that that there's not many uh parts or stories written for asian actors and actresses and it's just like, it's kind of a, it's kind of, it's a time thing. And it's also kind of a numbers game too, you know? Yeah. But that's exactly the problem. <laughs> there aren't that many Asian stories that people well, tell. Well, no, no, no. So, so um, like, think of like the films that came out was, uh, uh, 
20 uh last year then uh lulu what's her what's her name lulu's the, the farewell right like mm-hmm. you don't have those people those stories coming up before because there were just no one telling those stories you're not going to have mm-hmm. like like american writers writing that story that just wouldn't make sense Correct. right yeah because so, they, they so would it, know, have no idea how to tell it exactly so what i'm yeah. saying is like this kind of stuff just takes time right Absolutely. you can't just have everyone go into acting because then there's no one writing the story or telling the story right uh, so you 100%. have to, it's just going to take time for like to for this melting pot to actually become yeah. a melting pot right it's not and it's, it's a natural like, things process. like this exactly things like this don't happen overnight and it just takes patience yeah. it really it might suck now but it'll get better i mean i, I mean it has I, gone I, better exactly. yeah i mean i think say. we're we're in a great time yeah. where um I mean, you're seeing Asian filmmakers, whether you're Chinese, Korean or Japanese or Indian or whatever, uh, doing their thing because it's easier than ever now to garner an audience. It's easier than ever now to film, edit and shoot. I can tell you from firsthand experience because I've produced videos and been in a lot of productions. Mm -hmm. You can literally do make a movie very cheaply now. You don't need millions of dollars and you can get distribution very easily. So you know, seeing like Aquafina and, and the director of The Farewell have their success. I'm, I love that. I love seeing that because, you know, they're, they're carving their path. And at the same time, they're allowing other people to see that, oh, wait, you know, it's, it's not so much like, oh, wait, there's somebody that looks like me that does this, but oh, wait, I can pursue my dreams. And there are people who want to consume what I make. And at the end of the day, as an artist, that's all you want. You're not doing it to get rich. No actor acts to get rich. And if you do, you quit acting because you're not going to get famous. You know, like I, the reason I didn't become an actor is earlier on, I'm like, oh, acting, you just got to be famous. Right. And then Tim Robbins came to my school and was like, listen, if you want to be an actor, you got to be okay with the fact that you could be 60, 70 one day and you haven't made much money. Uh, but you love every moment of acting. And I'm like, you know, I don't love acting that much. So I didn't do it. It was great. Cause I'm like, yeah, I, I don't love it as much as that. And if I was you're like a real serving actor, reality. <laughs> yeah. If you're real, if you're a real actor, you don't care if you're in Hollywood movies, like you're acting, like you're taking plays and roles and you know, that's like real acting, like stage mm. acting, like doing the work because it's very fulfilling. Most people, when they see a television movie or show, they have no idea what goes into acting. Mm. And the entire process is rewarding for an actor. So they don't, so like Thomas said, it takes time. Like the right role may or may not ever come along, you know, but that's what parents don't understand. That's what I think now, like you would explain to people, listen, if you want to be like, I would explain to my kid. I know I was also in the restaurant business, you know, before it's like parents don't want their kids going into the restaurant business because they're like, oh, it's tough. But nowadays it's different because you could be a restaurateur. You could be chef. You could be chef owner. You could be you know, any number of these super famous, uh, like, you know, kind of like the, I would say the pinnacle would be like David Chang, you know, who really set the bar really high. But then Mm -hmm. again, some people can be like, well, I don't want to be David Chang. I want to be, you know, Thomas Keller. And they could do that. You know, they don't have to, we also shouldn't be setting glass ceilings for ourselves in other words Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, and I think that's, um, I I wouldn't really say the problem, but like what people don't realize um, as they're looking towards other people for representation and for role models, um, there are things like internal factors 
that will determine where you will go in life, right? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it's nice to be represented in certain fields, but at the same time, those are just things that are external to you. Um, and then there are other things that you can do internally to just kind of improve yourself. And then in order to do that, I think you can look at people just like around you. You don't have to look at these famous actors to, yeah, to, to think that you can do that or you can pursue that kind of dream. Um, but what is more important, I think, is to just look at what it takes to become an actor and then you kind of replicate that um, yeah. in life. I, I think you also need to put things parents need to continue to do a great job of like making sure their kids understand where their values are. Right. Because if you're thinking success is only becoming a famous actor, then your values and moral compass is way off. But if you're, if you're like you said, me, if you're looking around and you're like, I can look at my friends and my family as role models or my coworkers or my mentors or whatever, and be like, wow, that's somebody I want to be like, regardless of what race they are, what, whatever, then I think, you know, you're going to turn out pretty good, whatever you're going to do. Cause at the end of the day, that's, that's, we're all just trying to, you know, add to society. I, I mean, I think that's um, a part of it is like an Asian immigrant problem where they, a lot of them just see uh, how much you, how much money you make as the metric for success. Right. right. I mean, which Who's is why they, is that? <laughs> I, I mean, parents a lot of, well, I <laughs> I'm mean, just a saying, lot of I'm them, calling I, out no, 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 for sure. For sure. But it's just like a lot of them <laughs> came over They're They're like have a yeah. survivor mentality basically. Right. And then yeah. so and hey, you, money can, can buy happiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and so it's so it's just like, you know, you have a generation of Asian parents who are just, who are probably like with the ex, you know exception of yours, Dan, like they can be the most discouraging people on the earth, basically, just like discouraging their kids to do anything but uh, focusing on schoolwork and, you know, getting a good job in the future, like going to a good college, good job and everything in the future. Right. Yeah. Right. I think every generation has their own, um, philosophy in life. Like our parents' generation probably just need to like, all they need to do is just find a stable job. Right. Because that's all that matters. Um, but then times change. And then now uh, we are looking for something that fulfills us. So like what we're looking for is already different. Um, and so, you know, yeah, you can take your parents' advice, but um, this is why we all get into fights with parents because we're all just like, we, we're looking at different goalposts essentially. Yeah, yeah I think we I think we melded into our other other previous podcast where it's like which one our, our parents one right I feel like <laughs> I had a sense of deja vu I'm like I know Wait. right what I feel yeah like, I mean yeah, there's definitely talking. there's definitely a lot more opportunities now like uh yeah. in terms of avenue avenues for success I mean just look at YouTube and how many uh stars blew up from like Asian stars blew up right like mm -hmm. uh like Wang Fu I'd say like Iga, right yeah I'll say like with the exception of again like American football and basketball, I mean like East Asians, you know, are everywhere. You know, like there I think I feel like when we were younger, okay, you know, in in movies and television in my generation it was like Jackie Chan, Jet Li, like they just got imported over from Asia and they were like the only ones on screen. Like if you didn't do kung fu, you could not get on screen unless you were playing like a delivery boy or whatever. Right. 
um, like on Seinfeld or something. Or, and like chefs, the only, the only chefs were, you know, Chinese takeout. But now they're now like famous. Chef. There's so many famous chefs, especially in New York City. And they're on television, you know, like they're they have their own shows. And like you said, on social media, they've made an incredible like carved out this new role that no one has ever done. Not even like I think Ch- Asians are in the forefront of that. Mm-hmm. You know, like just one cookbook or whatever, Marion's Kitchen, like all these people I follow. I'm like, dude, this is super lit. Like, wow. <laughs> um, you guys did a great job, you know? <laughs> so who are your guys' role models in life? It's plural for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Asian or non-Asian? Doesn't have to be. Um. I think grow. I think growing up, um, my parents. Uh, they were. It's really funny. So my my fam- We had a family friend who was like one of the mo- two. Two of them were the most famous uh, engineers in the world. So uh, wait, your parents' uh, to- friends? Yeah. So like, cause my great aunt went. She was like, she went to France to become an opera singer in like the forties and fifties and wasn't successful. So she like made friends with people that became uber famous in the night like i am pay the living like the mm. most famous um engineer ever in the world so they were like oh, friends mm. with her uh wow. and then ty ling who was uh who's not i would say he's not as famous as i am pay but in the engineer circles he is as famous like he engineered the the bay bridge right ty ling and that he was like really close to my um my great aunt so my my mom growing up was like trying to get me to like meet those two because she was like you should meet them because they, they were closer to tyla than they were to imp but like my my mom was like we should go visit them like they, we could at least like call them up and be like hey you know wow meet meet them and i'm like but i was a kid i was like yeah hey, mom i don't really care about wow architecture and <laughs> engineering um now I do. Now I, you know, I do real estate and I've always had a, an inherent interest. I didn't re- even realize how much I loved architecture. Um, but anyways, yeah. So growing up, my, I didn't really, that was like the closest to role models that I, mm. I would have because my parents would be like, besides my, my mom, who was my main role model in life, you know, the other, you know, she would talk about these other people and be like, oh, wow. Wait, were you cool. ever able to just call up I am pay later on? Uh, so my mom, my mom would like send his wife like cards and stuff. And like, uh, I mean, I think he was like two. I, once I realized how famous he was, I was like, I don't, I don't, there's no way I'm going to meet him. He's like too famous. Um, but they would, you know, she would still send his wife cards. Uh, definitely T.Y. Ling. Like they would, you know, like older people, they would correspond, you know, like send them cards every year and stuff like that. Yeah, um, that's cool, though. But yeah, I never met him. She wanted me to go meet. Uh, they, we wanted to pay a visit, but it just never happened. And then I think he recently passed away. So I never got to meet him. I think he recently passed away. I'm not sure. Did he? Yeah, yeah last yeah. year. Last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. I, I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. He's, I mean, my <laughs> he was super old, so. Okay. Yeah. But, he lives in SF. No, I mean no, he he's like I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, he, I mean, by all accounts, like he's one of the most famous, like Asian people ever, you know, like, like in terms Wait, of popularity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. well, now, nowadays. I think, I think, yeah. I also, I actually interviewed Yao Ming. That was pretty cool. 
Wait, when? Uh, 2000. It was Asian. Okay, so the Celtics. So I was doing oh. uh, sports photography, and the Celtics had an Asian night, and they didn't have anybody to cover it. So oh uh, one goodness. of the local, yeah, one of the local newspapers was like, "Yo," because I did sports photography, and they're like, "Oh, you speak Chinese, right?" I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "Can you actually go also to?" Because all the all the Chinese media was in town for that. Right. You know, and and they were like, we, and he, and that back then, Yao Ming was like, not just popular amongst Chinese people, but he was like super popular. Did you actually get to ask him a question? Yeah, I did. I don't even, and I had to stand on my tiptoes, <laughs> to, and he had to bend down. Dude, he makes he makes reach the microphone. Small. He makes shock because I'm not the tallest guy, and I was like. Hey, <laughs> and wait, Mia, like, didn't oh, you also- didn't you interview Jeremy Lin or something? Or oh yeah, Mia. No, wait, did you? let's not let's not talk about wait, that wait, story. Did you, wait, wait, <laughs> am, am I misremembering that? Like, uh, did you interview him or did you just stalk him at the airport? <laughs> it was the latter. Oh, let's man. stop here. Who was? Did you guys have role models growing up? Um. I've always, I guess when I was young, I've always wanted to be this independent woman who has her own career mm. and doesn't Which have to do. depend on men. Wow. So I yeah. guess. So you're I living guess. that right now. <laughs> you're living the dream, yeah? Because you are not better or worse, I am living that life right now. Yep. Um, so in a way, like, uh, I mean, I could say that my mom is next to me, but I could also say that my mom could be yeah. a role model. Hey, that's a great role model to have. You should have your mom or your dad, you know, one of them. Yeah, I think. She's, that means I think they she's, did something right. I think she's sleeping, so it's okay. Oh. She's not listening. But, oh. <laughs> yeah. but just for her, like, tenacity, right? Because, um, yeah. you know, we went through a lot in life as a family. Mm-hmm. And just basically, we had every problem you could think of under the sun. But somehow... Yeah. Uh, we made it through and then I think a lot of the pain there like she 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 was the one who endured it mm. um so that's why you know as to me that's a sign of a strong woman right yeah um so you know that's something that I want to have but I think yeah. in terms of just other role models there are so many others too I could say that Steph Curry is also a role model for like okay being such a family man this Wait, is so wait, different Steph from Curry, a role model <laughs> or a celebrity crush. <laughs> Both. What's the difference? <laughs> no, yeah, okay. He is a celebrity crush because of all those traits. Ah. Oh, Mia, did you tell did you remind your roommates to make sure that your Steph Curry poster board is wiped clean? Like, you want to make <laughs> yeah, sure it's not. not. You want to make sure I it's forgot. not collecting dust or anything. <laughs> Can you come to my apartment and then clean stuff, Curry, for me? <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, role model. Uh, I mean, first, probably. Well, my my mom as well, actually. And I think as I've gotten, I mean, not necessarily when I was a kid, because when I was a kid, I didn't really understand anything. But as I've gotten <laughs> older and really gotten to understand what my mom went through when, you know, raising me and everything. She basically raised me by herself. And it just really made me appreciate what she went through, what she sacrificed so that I could have what I like, be where I am today, basically. Right. 
And then, I mean, if you think about yeah, it, it's so like all going our, all to, our moms. yeah, like going to a foreign country, but immigrating to a foreign country, not knowing the yeah. language, not knowing the customs. And like, frankly, she suffered like a personal tragedy at the time. So she wasn't, it, it kind of made her, uh, stressed her in other ways, basically. And, and it's just like going through all of that and raising like, you know, an asshole kid like me, you know, and, and it's just like, none of that was easy. And, and anyway, uh, and I would say like the other role model that I had was actually Jackie Chan growing up. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Cause more of because uh, like whenever you watch his films you get to see like you get to see the out he, he'll he'll post clips of the outtakes and everything right he mm. does the, every stunt yeah himself. he does every stunt and then you get to see like what he actually goes through to do the stunts and right. all the injuries that he goes through right mm. so wow. like that's that, cool man. yeah that really instilled like a like hey if you want to be this good you got to work this hard like instill that mm. kind of work right. ethic mm -hmm. so that kind of yeah is that i kind of apply that to myself when i started doing like chinese dance and then chinese martial right. arts as well and, like to be able to you know get that get good basically right however yeah. learning more about him later on you know you learn about all the various you know scandals that he's had with scandals. celebrities yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah yeah he's all the things that he said of, uh, anyway i don't want to get more into it but it, like he kind of fell off my list basically but you know i mean yeah. you can still take that part of him that's like for sure hardworking actor yeah. you know because because yeah, that's sure. still true sure. so i think yeah. rather than um putting somebody as a or treating somebody as your role model that's like such a big title but at the same time you know they're not perfect right they're also human beings so i think yeah, it's for sure. better for us to just like take the good part of all these people around you or the people that you see on screen or whatever just take the good part of of who they are and then yeah. try to yeah, apply that's that the, that's actually yourself. something that neil degrasse tyson said so he's this um he's this uh black astrophysicist yeah at the uh, anyway yeah he's just like yeah why have a single role model rather than just like pick the traits that you admire and then follow them um because it's like you know i think i did admire kobe bryant for a while um especially his like his tenacity right and then you know i think he was like uh like he was like obsession is natural it's like oh, that's me i obsess over things <laughs> and then and then like to have that kind of like you know that level of uh and then you kind of learn that Kobe was basically a sociopath for dribbling basketball on the court. And, and you know, it's like there's some things that you don't want to learn from him. Yeah, I, I think we could say that about that's why, I like, right, I guess role models these days, it's really hard to say that. Is there even a true role model? Because, you know, if you're a celebrity, no matter what, somebody's going to have some dirt on you, you know, because nobody, nobody to find out what. Yeah. Dirt people have on BTS. I oh, can tell you it's oh. probably. Oh, can we dig um, that out? Oh yeah. I mean, let's, I, let's I'd be happens, shocked. Let's see what happens ten not, years later. I mean, look at uh, yeah. Sabrina. I'd be shocked to not find anything out, right? And that's yeah. why I mean, like, K-pop. Just so you guys know, K-pop stars are at the bottom of my list for role models. Um, but no, actually, I I kind of like I love how I do think that they're their ability to endure hardship in their realm is yeah. really it could be inspiring i, I don't mean to They're like put them so hardworking. Yeah. Uh, i think oh, it's no just doubt. ingrained yeah. in their culture in yeah. general yeah no i doubt. mean like, i think to dance I think good and sing that's crazy yeah. yeah 
<laughs> no, dancing, rap. No, I mean, like, just to see what they go through. Obviously, that's yeah. that could be inspiring in itself. Yeah. But you know, like, I don't. I what I'm saying is, like, I don't care about anybody's personal things. That's why, like, I'm I'm able to separate your personal. Like Michael Jordan was a was a was a, he gam. You know, like we all know, like Michael Jordan was mired in in a lot of a lot of um con- controversy and Tiger Woods, who's who was mm. for millions of kids okay and adults alike and we all know his track record with scandals Mm -hmm. so to me it's like yeah these days you kind of have to separate the person from Mm -hmm. their achievements and philosophies because nobody's perfect these days you know what if that's just the cost of greatness i mean i don't believe i mean i don't know i think that there's no excuse to there's no excuse you cannot like for being for doing bad things. <laughs> no, I, I mean, uh, you know what I mean? Like, OK, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I can't take gosh. you seriously with this mustache. On. Um, but anyways, but uh, yeah, I think I think I mean, like where we're I guess where we're going. It's like, you know, uh, I think now for east asians at least like or chinese people let's say i can't speak for koreans and south koreans and japanese people or whatever but i think like it were it's i don't i would feel comfortable i mean like if i had children i would feel comfortable basically you know in the world that they live in and i would try to you know support the dreams they have you know i, I don't think there's anything that they can't be you know if they want to try to go for it you know i can see myself being like like telling my kids not to like pursue their dreams if their <laughs> dreams are just so far-fetched because i'm like uh you're gonna tell your you're you- gonna tell your kid that their dream is stupid is that what you're saying i mean if it is then just tell them like it is <laughs> <laughs> i just think that there's value in what your parents are telling you obviously right oh, sure. um because they've gone through so much in life and so they're sure. they just have s- such wisdom right. um but It's funny because like you like, for example, I've got Chinese friends right now uh, uh who whose kids are 10 and they're really good at sports. Mm -hmm. So it comes to the point where I think it shows more in sports because sports, like we said, it's the one area where you don't see a lot of Asians. Right. Mm -hmm. Like American sports I'm talking about. You're talking about uh, basketball, the big, uh, the big ones in America, football. Baseball, basketball, baseball, isn't baseball doing okay? Yeah. No, baseball in America, there's no American born Chinese. There's very few American born Asian players. They all come from overseas. Uh, Oh, right. Right. There's a a couple of Japanese players, right? There's there's a lot of Japanese players, South Korean players, Taiwanese players, but they're, they're, they're all like from overseas. Mm -hmm. Not like, like a Jeremy Lin, who's like, you know uber famous because he's basically he's an american right yeah um yeah so i would say it's like ooh, now it's getting to the interesting point where they they're spending a lot of time i mean i've got again like i've got friends who are parents who are like sending them to baseball camp oh wow paying for extra lessons and i'm like it's really interesting because you could a lot of people can make the case be like listen why are you spending all this time gearing your kid up to fail because and because xyz look there's not a lot of like you know chinese american-born chinese like Mm -hmm. 
catch catchers or pitchers mm-hmm. or second basemen or outfielders or whatever, right? But then they could be like, well, if if they're dedicating the time, why wouldn't I support them if I have the means? That's a really interesting, really, you know, I have no answer for that. No, Me, it's it would really... just be like, that is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Just stop dreaming, have... kiddo. Stop dreaming, dude. <laughs> Miam, if your kid wanted to be a K-pop star, what oh my would god, hard no. <laughs> we're already teasing my sister, um, and we're already saying things like, "Oh my god, what if your daughter grows up to be or wanting to be a K-pop star?" Because she loves to sing, she loves like yeah. music and stuff, and yeah. um, she does not like studying. I could, I could already tell that when she's already three. She's only three years old. Um, and yeah, I mean, my I don't sister like is studying. horrified. <laughs> my sister's like there's no way um, oh man yeah oh man i'm glad i don't have kids i Me do have too. to say though <laughs> being although you know in 2020 the fact that you know my friend can send his kid to baseball camp and is willing to do that i think that's pretty cool that's awesome you know? so yeah because that's the i just feel I like wanted. entertainment is so mm-hmm. it's it's a special case. Yeah. <laughs> if my niece wants to go into sports, have at it. But entertainment wow. is just a, a whole different beast. Wow, <laughs> wow Mia, so open-minded. Who would have thought? <laughs> it's so hard, though. But anyway, I'm not a parent, so this conversation is moot. Neither are us. Neither are we. I think the next guest we should have is a is our parent. Is a parent? We talk a lot about parents and True. kids, and we have no, we don't even True. have any. We so. want to. I want to know like what lessons they've applied from their childhood, and then what they've Let's changed. Basically, Wait, who do we know? Let's find one. Who do we yeah. know? Let's find one. <laughs> Let's, get, Let's get him on. Let's get him on. My sister. Okay, oh, Kar- yeah. Karina. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Karina. Let's do it. Can we get her niece on too? That'd be great. Oh my god. We'll see about that. <laughs> okay, okay. On that note, guys, we do have to wrap up, but this has been fun. Yep. I, I hope, hope people got stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> As per usual. Uh, I hope they were entertained. I hope they were entertained. I hope they go one day. I want to be as cool as Mia Thomas and Dan. <laughs> they entertain me if not that i hope that you guys enjoy playing this sound in the background while you're doing something else yeah because that's how i normally listen to my podcast (laughs) (laughs) goals um yes so anyway guys i hope you enjoy we'll uh we'll catch up with you next time bye danny's yawning bye bye